You're listening to another episode of Our Journey with Melanie and Chris. This is our story. This is where we're going to talk about 2020 recap, me and Chris. Hello. Yoo-hoo. So we kind of have a sticky note in front of us about all the different things that were accomplished, that we grew from, that we did, that happened. And um, let's take them through the journey. So start us off. Okay. Uh, we had a huge event. It was our first big event by ourselves um, that we did a two and a half day mountaintop experience event and we held it at a really nice hotel and we worked at it the year before and it didn't work the way we thought it was going to so february was our first real big experience with that when you ran that event yeah that was a big learning curve to work with the hotel to find out how to check the invoicing fully how to run an event as you were i think that was something that pivoted the business because we thought no more, no more right now, at least, do we think an event will attract clients, but we have clients and we have an event for the clients. And that was something that really helped business, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was really good. And then kind of moving on in the year, and some of these aren't going to be in order, but one of the other things was obviously the 50-mile run, which was months and hours on hours of practice and thought and choreography no yep choreography we danced all the way through for 50 miles (laughs) Uh, what am i trying to say core coordination there we go yeah there we coordinated it yeah i ran it yeah so there's a lot of learning with that too if we're like how do we fuel a body that's running that consistently how do we connect people that are running with us Mm-hmm. How do we make sure it's a breeze for a breeze? How do we make sure they can still run the race and we can be there for them? Um, Clearly, she wasn't running it. It was not a breeze at all. There was <laughs> no. there was a breeze at points, but it was not a breeze. It. <laughs> and then um, in May, Sarah and I were supposed to have an expo, which we were prepared for. We were starting to plan from January to March. We went to we talked to so many vendors. We had a lot of people sign up. It was going to be really big. And then the world kind of shut down right after we got some of our biggest clients to be a part of that. So, And if you're confused on what happened, if you haven't been on a rock, it was COVID. Yes. yes. So that was something that kind of helped pivot the party club because now we couldn't do an event. So we became people who understood business better and we took the time to do that. So now we have a mastermind that will be consistent throughout this year. So that was really big. What is a mastermind? The society. They know all about it. I oh, talk it's about it. Women helping women? Yep. Okay, cool. I didn't know if we knew that. Um, I mean, this isn't on the list, but I also did several 72-hour fast mm-hmm. this year, which I'm starting one yesterday. Yeah, we're so. in the the twenty four the first 24 hours right now. Yeah, which is always the most uh, enjoy, enjoy, enjoyable, uh, sarcastically unenjoyable, um, especially with lack of water, with no water. Can you explain why you're doing a 72-hour fast? Sure. Because some people go, oh, you're crazy. You're not eating. But it's more than just not eating and going doing something crazy. Yeah, so it's actually worse if you – because of the modern world, we can fuel our body with so much food. So the average person has 17 things with some sort of calorie intake that's not water, I'll say, going into their body every day. That's the average. And so because we eat more 17 than – 17 items or yeah, 17 times something 17 times something goes in your mouth that Got it. Um, is not water. And so because – you know, we have we can eat more than kings and queens. The problem is we have a lot of 
like irregular cells or dead cells or like mitochondria where it's folded incorrectly in our body. And so a 72 hour to, um, some people do up to a 10 day fast. I've never done it that long. I've only done a little over 72 hours, but up to a 72 hour fast helps your body rid all the irregular cells. It helps your mitochondria that's um, folded incorrectly die off. And it actually allows you to have better um, energy after you get done. And it's just a good way for your body to reset. And it's funny because last time you did that, I did, I think I just did 48 hours one time. I don't know if I made it to That's the longest 72. one you've done, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's interesting is after some point, you, your body is used to it and now your body's just working on internals and it's not firing like, hey, you're hungry and you feel uncomfortable to your brain anymore. So it's it's almost pleasant, but it just is what it is. It doesn't hurt. Yeah. And you get to see your relationship with food. You get to see that, oh, like this time I normally eat. So my mind goes hmm, we should eat even if I'm not hungry. And like she said, after about that 24 to 36 hour, you stop feeling extremely hungry, especially if you can drink some water um, and you just start feeling normal. So Yeah. But we'll see with working out and stuff on top of it what, how that comes. Yeah, cause definitely take it one uh, hour at a time. Yeah, don't work. Sometimes. And don't work out if you've never done this before. Yeah, you can definitely play with it. And if you have any questions, ask Chris. He's an expert by now. Um, some, you I'm know, a student. I'm still learning. That's true. But because of COVID, um, we still were able to travel. Yeah, which was fun. Nicely. It wasn't It wasn't bad. We went to Yellowstone in June with his family, and we drove around that, which was super cool. We were very close to – did we find out if it was bison or buffalo, technically? I think we said bison is the correct term, right? Yeah, I think so. But we were within a few feet of them. They just looked so cool. We saw a lot of cool features that Yellowstone has to offer. And that was a really fun trip. Oh, and then since we love cold dips and swims. We also went to Wyoming, which was very beautiful. Oh, yeah, that, Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Yeah, which and is very Teton. pretty, and we want to go back there. We do. Yeah. Um, so since we love cold dips a lot, Yellowstone Lake, I believe is what it's called. Yeah, it we is. got in that right before Huge. we drove home. And it was very cold. We didn't have a temperature come with us, but it was super cold. But it was really neat to sit in that and be in the beauty. Yeah, it was beautiful. The clouds were beautiful, and you couldn't see any land. I mean, you can see, like, the ridge of the lake, but that's it. Yeah, it was beautiful. And then in October, we went to California with his family again. Yeah, and your parents came up here, and they came up here for Christmas. I mean, the the most important thing was, even with COVID, we still were able to see our families that don't live in the same state, Mm -hmm. and we're able to travel, and we're able to still have experiences in our life, because that's what life is about, is creating beautiful experiences with the people you love, good teammates, good people, and having those people surround you. Absolutely. And the whole time we never got COVID. We both have been tested two to three times, never got it, been exposed like from people to people in the same office, knowing about it. Never got it though. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Not Lula. I don't know who Lula is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's a different podcast. Got it. And then uh, what else? Let's see. We, as business wise, we invested a lot in marketing techniques. We talked to a lot of people while we were designing Chris's uh, website. website. Um, but that was a that was a lot to take in and understand, and I still don't understand it all. Yeah, I think we're learning, you know, as we grow. It's just like I think any small business, you're trying to figure out a market, you're trying to figure out how to wear all these different caps, and uh, excuse me, seeing what works and doesn't work, and figuring it out. You know, I think it's really a. There's a book called Shoe Dog by Phil Knight, which if you don't know. Which Phil, I just talked about at my last podcast, oh, so okay. go check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Check, if you never read it, definitely check it out. It's, mm-hmm. It'll be one of the best books you've ever read. At the end, he says it's all about the journey. And if we remember, it's not always about 
having to get a result of a dollar or having to get a result of a client, but we're in it for the journey. If you're in this for as long as you can do whatever you love doing and your purpose, you feel like is your purpose and your passion in your life, then it truly is a journey. And he says at the end, that's one thing he wish he could, he would do it all over again, all the ups and downs because of the journey. Yes. And I think that's truly valuable. It is. Super, super good. And, and we have a post coming up later this week about that. We do. Yeah, we do. Well, you created it. That's early. true. I yeah. did. <laughs> <laughs> we do. I hope so. That's what you were asking for. Ooh, I love it. Okay. So uh, there's no good transitions to one of these to the other. Another thing on the list is, as you, as you all know, I stopped working at the wedding venue Sleepy Ridge. Um, because of COVID, they offered the job back and I denied and was able to focus on business more and also kind of have a journey of myself of like, am I the person who's going to stick to what I say? And I'm not always am. So it's been a big learning curve um, to kind of figure that out. And it's been nice to be able to focus on different things. And now that I'm, I, I don't know, it's it's still a journey, still figuring it out, but it's it's good. I truly believe though, if you look at more often than not, you are a person that sticks to their word and works hard and does the things that they say they're going to do and the important work of uplifting people and being a good person to other people you definitely always are going full 100 percent at. thanks you're welcome i thought the natural investing in marketing would have been this and the investing in ourselves but i'll jump into that when you said there's no transition i was like oh, there is no good transition no, we just wrote a sticky note it's like <laughs> chaos um another big thing we've even done this year and we've been looking at for a couple years and I want to encourage anybody, you know, it, it's easy to look at something and go, man, I really want that. It's challenging to look at something long term and maybe not have right now, but still long term and go like, I'm still going to pursue that even without maybe the result I'm looking for. And so we started investing in business with um, a client that I have named Cody and like I said, we've looked at this for a few years. We've thought about it for a few years and we just finally have made enough money from business in order to start investing in that so we can have long-term investment, not just in our in our business, but in ourselves for our personal life and for our kids to come and for each one of us. Yeah. And it was it's huge and it's, it's something fun and inspiring that we uh, get excited about. Yeah. That sounded like, did it, nothing sounds excitement like, yeah. Well, no, it's, it's sometimes risky, and I still think of those things that have, like, a natural, like, worry in me, but it's it's nice to understand There, There is no – but if you invest in yourself, there's no better, if you want to say risk you can take, no better investment than you can make to invest in yourself. That's true. I invest in a lot of things in life, some really, really bad, some good, but there's nothing better than investing in yourself. That's true. And in your mind. We also moved twice. We did. We're pros of that. We've moved like 17,000 times since we've been married, and it's been two days. It's pretty close, I think, to accurate. Yeah, pretty much. You can clear that up. No. Well, we moved twice. I think I shared it in the podcast. I don't know. If not, let me tell you now. We moved to a place in June, and it was terrible, so we moved again in August, and we've been at the same place since, and it's been great, and we plan on being here longer because we're tired of moving. Woo! (laughs) We may stay here for two years if they have us. Holla! (laughs) And then uh, this is something I shared with my family when they came here for Christmas, but uh, I feel like this has been the best financial year yet. And that doesn't, I think instantly a lot of people might think, oh, that means you made a lot more money. And that's not, although we have made more money and have have, um, 
what's that called? Attracted more money and wealth into our lives and understood it. I have learned about money. I have become better mm. understanding of how money works, a relationship with money, how to allocate it in the better places, um, finding out like where it'll do better than just sitting in a savings account and getting one penny every other month. So it's it's really it's a big deal. I'm excited to continue that. Love it. Yeah. What else? Uh, when we moved, we moved to a new ward. So we're LDS, if you don't know that. Members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, if you don't know what LDS means. A lot of people think it's LSD. Oh. It's not. It's not a drug. We're not a drug. Cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For sure we're not. <laughs> it's like a drug because you find God, but it's not Ooh. a drug. Um, it's the best kind of drug you can be on while you're sober. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> we moved. Uh, and so I, I got a new colleague, which is exciting. What do you do? Uh, I am part of the Sunday School Presidency, which just means more like part of after church or part of church is really the second hour that we have. It's just learning more about Christ and God for the adults. And then for the young youth, it's just helping them learn um, at their own level about Christ and God. So we're helping facilitate that and find teachers and organize that and teach the teachers to teach more like Christ. And so it's exciting. I love it. I think new new responsibilities in church are always very fun because then you can grow in different areas. You can get to know different people, find out their strengths, and then you all kind of learn from each other because you're there to help teach. Yes. So hopefully you can learn stuff at church to be a better leader that you can take to your business and you can learn stuff at your business to be a better leader at your church and you can learn at both those places to be a better leader at your house and all vice versa. Yes. Right. It's like John Wooden got interviewed and the guy said, how much, if you don't know who John Wooden is, you can look him up, but he, he won like 10 championships in NCAA basketball in like 17 years. He, he's one of the most winning coaches that ever has lived. And so he got interviewed and they said, how much of your uh, stuff that you teach the gentleman in basketball do you take to your house? And he says, no, son, you have it all backwards. I take all the stuff I learn at home and I take it to the basketball court because I'm raising good men. I'm not raising good basketball players. Awesome. And I think that's truly – I get goosebumps from saying that because I, I read a book about them. And I think that that is something important for us to remember because sometimes for me, I can go get my best at the house or get my best at church. I'm sorry, my best at work or my best at church. And it's sometimes easy for me to forget to come home and get my best. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean to say, yeah, like, yeah, you don't give your best, but that's oh. something we've talked about. Of I, wasn't I, I think a lot of people could probably relate to that, that you go to work and you have conflicts with people and you talk it out like adults and you come home and then you just begin to fight. Like, I think that's something that's portrayed in movies a lot. So it's the same concept, um, but sometimes, like, I think we're both guilty of that time to time. Sure. For some reason, and people at home are going to stick around, so you tend to, like, slough off a little bit. And it doesn't have to be that. It could be, like... You know, when I'm at work, I take out the trash. Maybe the next day, when I'm at home, maybe I wait until the next day, right? I mean, yeah, it's just, same concept. Yeah. Um, so this is what is cool. 2020 was great. And like I said in the last episode, it was the best year it yet. It was great. Like Tony the Tiger. Okay, you got to get a little bit more excited there. Um, great. There you go. Okay. That was sound exciting. Yeah. <laughs> um, but let's see what 2021, just off the top of our heads, there's a few things we know that are going to happen. So the 50-mile race, let's from the beginning of running. Chris ran a marathon with me, but he didn't train. That's what sparked the 50-mile run. 
Now we did the 50 mile run. Now that sparked more events that we'll do each quarter. So can you share them what's happening quarter one, two, three, and four? Yeah, we're doing Thawing Love in beginning of this first quarter. So it's a marathon in the nice Arctic cold of, you know, whatever it's going to be, 20 or 30 degrees. So we'll run that. Um, on the Salt Flats is the location we're looking at to come lock down and confirm. Bonneville Salt Flats. If you haven't heard of that, you've probably seen it in Mystic Car Trips oh, and like yeah. on movies and stuff. It's super cool. Commercials. Yeah. Um. So we're looking at that. Then we'll go straight into the next quarter. We'll do twenty thousand push-ups and pull-ups each month. So. So three months consecutively correct. each month, twenty thousand pull-ups and push-ups. Yeah. So sixty thousand total over three months. And you can divide those however you want. My goal is to do half pull-ups, half push-ups. And then we will, we're still looking into this to make sure it actually runs because COVID's still around, of course, everybody knows. So hopefully we will run a beast and an ultra. Of a Spartan race. Yeah, of a Spartan race. So if you haven't, if you know what Spartan races are, look them up. They look like tons of fun. Um, so that is, a beast is 13.5 miles with about 30 obstacles an ultra is you do two beasts in the same day, so it is back to back, baby. A little over a marathon with sixty obstacles, so that'll be a good challenge. And then we'll come back towards the end of the year in the late October, probably early November, and we'll run another fifty. Yes, to kind of compare from one to the other. Yeah, who doesn't want to do that? Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. It is to get better, and yeah. uh, and on top of that, we'll I'm we're still figuring out some dates for some silent retreats and some other stuff, some other events we'll hold that have nothing to do with physical endurance. It's more about mental, mental and just I mean the physical is about mental too, but it's more about mental and just helping people that want to get better get better, um, in a different way. Yeah. And I'd probably say we could end it there because those are going to be the next big focuses and those are plenty that are we want to be have them be big. Um, but, I mean, on top of that, the normal, we want success in our businesses. We want uh, new clients, more clients, yeah, we, like, more participation with ideas that we have. And we have, like, I have a couple of biz- new business partners that we're taking on to roll out some new programs that will come out in the next first quarter of this year. Um, and we have some other stuff we're testing and making sure it, it works and it's effective or we won't, you know, release it. Yes. And then we don't plan on moving. That'll help. Hopefully not. <laughs> um, oh, but we did talk about, um, we're going to start putting away money or planning a water rafting trip. That's something else we talked about. Oh yeah. We're super excited for that just because it's always sounded cool, but we've never done it. So why not? Yeah. Wait for it. And it, and one thing we do is we do our best to start planning out the trips for the beginning. Like at the beginning of the year, we take our calendars and look at when we want to go on trips. And then we plan our life around those. And then we can also look at how much do we want to earn financially and stuff to make those trips happen. Yeah. It's just a matter of math and consistent focus on it. Super easy. So thank you again for listening. 2021 will be the best year yet, as each year is, because it's a choice of your attitude and what you're willing to put forth. I love the best year yet. That's the key word is yet. It is. Go make it yours.